whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 10, episodes 25 and 26, Don't Let Me Get Me. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Would love to. Oh, it's long. Okay. After the disaster at Vegas night, Degrassi is under the weight of a major discipline crackdown. New rules, new security, and a stiff new dress code. Allie welcomes the new school order, in all caps, as just the fresh start she needed. But rumors about what happened in the boiler room are keeping her from moving on. When a mandatory self-esteem seminar with none other than (laughs) Bianca pushes her over the edge, she risks her parents finding out about everything. Jen is keeping her head down, hiding her pregnancy, and trying to make some headway on next teen star. She's relying on a big win to make her life as a single mom easy, but good old-fashioned musical talent doesn't seem to be cutting it. Could her baby bump actually be an asset in the competition? Except they didn't put a question mark at the end of it. That was long. That was long as hell. I don't know. Holland, can you talk to me about Don't Let Me Get Me? Because Um, the best pink song. Because can we talk about like in your old apartment? We once (laughs) got a little bit drunk and just sat on your bed like singing this entire album to each other, especially this song. I think we played the song like two or three times. This song is the best one. So Don't Let Me Get Me is a 2001 song by Pink from her misunderstood album. Arguably best pink album ever. Best pink album my favorite one anyway i was obsessed with this album in this like reminds me of a very specific time in my life yep. <laughs> and it really it got me through some hard times <laughs> and but yeah so don't let me get me i used to listen to this album on my um on my walkman yeah on, on my repeat on my disc man just in the backseat of my mom's car while just... i would read archie comics that i would like Amazing. get at the grocery store like those like Archie Digest yes I oh I am familiar (laughs) yep just used to listen to it in the back of my mom's car just really angsty it's perfect um so this and Avril Lavigne's let go oh my god oh my god for this episode I guess it makes sense with Allie's shit She's like, I'm a hazard to myself. Cause at the, is it at the end of this one where she's like, I'm going to an all-girls school? Yeah, it is yeah. this one. Um, yeah, so sure. I guess it works. I mean, we But can... it's like, but like not as angsty no. as the song. No, not at all. <laughs> Nobody like hates themselves. I feel like Allie's not in a great place. Definitely not. She makes a lot of weird, misguided decisions in this episode. Yeah. But that's also kind of her whole thing. <laughs> it, it truly is. Um, is it weird if we get right into fashion? Because all of my notes um, in the beginning are fashion. No, because we have uniforms now. We have uniforms. Which took me, it finally, I, like halfway through part one, I think I finally got it down that each grade wears a different colored polo. Do they, though? Yes. Because Fiona's inexplicably wearing pink while Holly J is wearing blue. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that it might have been the next is fiona episode. A junior no she can't be she's no are she's... declan and fiona twins did we discuss this i yeah we did they're twins she's like two minutes younger or something right 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 right. but doesn't fiona stay way longer did she get held back 
I don't know. I don't know. The timeline is forever unclear. The timeline is weird. Maybe Fiona got held back because I know she's on here longer. Um, so maybe that's. But like, what's no one happening? else is wearing pink. I don't know. They're they, well. She they're she kind of pink or, Well, the red. So the red polos are a weird color because I originally thought Drew was wearing a pink polo and I'm like he's not conforming to the dress code but then I realized it was red because I think so I think grade nine is yellow because we never see anybody wearing yellow but we see like background people wearing yeah. yellow and grade 10 is purple grade 10 is purple grade 11 is red and grade 12 is blue which I think they have the best deal because the yeah. other ones are all weird very weird and as Claire describes it she looks like Barney the dinosaur. And just a lot of khaki otherwise. So much khaki. Khaki skirts that like go up to like the waist and down to your knees. It's weird. The skirts are bad. It's very Mormon. Yeah. And like Degrassi cardigans. Like everyone, that are blue. They look like they're in kind of a cult. It's like a weird, everybody's cardigans are the same, but then everyone has like a different colored polo. But and they it also all have looks sweatshirt so options. I'm very confused by these Do uniforms. They? I yeah. don't remember the sweatshirts. Yeah, because Casey brings one to Jenna. No, that, the that's the bump. cardigan. Oh. It's so I weird. I think. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. The uniforms are weird. I don't get why we need to color code the grade. I don't either. And also, my, like, besides uniforms, my first note is, like, why is, like, and I realized later on that, like, they have, the girls can wear a skirt or pants. Yeah. But, like, Claire in the beginning was the only one out of every girl that I saw wearing pants. I was like, why does Claire have pants and no one else has <laughs> pants? Yeah, I think it's. That's def- that's like a common thing, I think, with uniforms where girls get skirts or pants. Um, Allie's hair is really good. I That was my first note. And then, yeah, then it was me working out the polo colors. Um, Adam's hair is better. I like Adam's haircut. Also, Connor got a haircut. Okay, I don't remember what the dress was, but I wrote down Jenna's dress is horrible. I think it was whenever she was performing, but I don't remember what it looked like. She is very hit or miss on her performance outfits. Oh, and at one point, so another performance outfit, she's wearing a pink fedora and has like shiny pink leggings on. I just, anytime there's a fedora. Oh, Jenna's wearing her dumb fringe jacket again that makes her look like a weird hippie cowboy. I've become numb to that because I just like... I, she wears it all the time. Um, the TV producer lady that comes to like interview her at the school is wearing a dumb hat and like she has one of those like skirts with chains attached that I used to like buy from Hot Topic in seventh grade. <laughs> except she's an adult. I don't have any other notes because it was mostly all about the uniforms. Mm, give me a second. I didn't underline anything. Um, one of Jenna's next Teen Star outfits is good. I can't remember which one. But I felt like it needed mentioning because I hate almost everything she wears all the yeah. time forever. Um, Bianca has great hair. Because one of yeah. my notes is Bianca's a shit stirrer with very good hair. <laughs> oh, um, I like I, I as much as I hate the uniforms, Claire has the high waist skirt like with her shirt tucked in, and it's a really good look for her for yeah. some reason. Jesus, sorry. This is why I underline. Um, Jenna's hair is really good. Okay, that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> okay. Just um, long pauses of me trying to read through my notes as quickly as possible. All right. Um, so the episode starts <laughs> with they're like arriving at school. 
and everyone has uniforms and they're not allowed to go inside before school starts. And there's metal detectors there's now. There's metal detectors now. And Drew like comes up to Allie and is like, are you still mad at me? Like, bleh. and Allie does not want to get back together with Drew. And he's like, Thank but God. it happened two weeks ago. Also, and sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Just she says something to Claire, like before Drew even gets there, where she's like, she's she's basically saying like, well, I don't want anyone to think that I actually did it. I just wanted Drew to get mad. So like, when, why did you tell Owen to tell people? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. There's no like logic behind that. There's no logic behind her weird boiler room getting paid for stuff rumor it makes no what? sense none of it does like, i'm still like kind of reeling from that entire situation also yeah i just no and then and drew's making like non-excuses and ali says how can you miss someone and want to tear their organs out which is a thing that i feel like we've all felt and she says to him, like, you let Bianca treat your body like her own personal amusement park, which was disgusting. Absolutely revolting. <laughs> did not need that description. Hard pass. And then Don't need that visualization. The theme song plays. And we have a new, like, new thing. Th- Zane's in the theme song now. Zane's that in it. That was, like, the most notable addition. Owen's in it, which I'm most oh, yeah. excited I'm like, about. Oh, he's here, like, long term. What? Peter's gone. Yeah, but Peter's gone. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of Peter and they added Zane and Owen. Which, fine. I'm happy about Zane, but why Owen? I know. That means he's here to stay for a while, which is annoying. Although Leia was in it for a long time, and we barely saw Leia. Oh, is Leia gone now, too? Leia must be gone. Leia's gone. Yeah. (laughs) Leia's gone. I like how I noticed that. (laughs) Well, listen, Leia's forgettable. Yeah. Um, Actually, that reminds me. We should probably, like... Hashtag justice for Leia. (laughs) Absolutely hashtag justice for Leia. Leia and Hazel were both so underserved. Oh, totally. Um, But we need to check the Degrassi wiki and see if people are leaving. I know next episode is somebody's last episode. It's Declan's last episode. Yeah, it is. That makes sense. Um, But yeah, I usually do check before we record. You're so much better than I am. So... And I usually just check even, like, to see what the episodes are going to be about before we before I watch them to make sure I'm watching the right ones. Um, but, yeah, there's – so then Sav and Holly J are, like, all sorry and sad about – and reading the new rules on, like, the morning announcements. And Sav says to Mr. Simpson, it won't happen again, at least <laughs> not at school. Oh, my God, Sav. I was like, Sav, chill out. And then we learn that your photo ID has to be displayed at all times, which is weird. And you're not allowed to have PDA at school, which when, is probably for the best. Let's be real. Absolutely Nobody for the best. Nobody wants to see that. Also, Mr. Simpson is like, you're lucky I didn't cancel student council. Is that even a thing you can do? I don't know. But he canceled a lot of other shit, which yeah. we learn in the next episode. In the next episode, which I still feel like, hmm, I have a lot of feelings uh, on that. Yeah, we'll I discuss think it's it. stupid. Um... Okay, so then and then Allie is like, I want to reinvent myself, and she decides to like try out for the science Olympics because she needs to like revamp her image or something. Yep. And Claire is trying not to be into Eli anymore. Basically, she's like, he, he fucked up and rah, whatever. I'm not gonna love him anymore. Which we is all she? know she does. She like says something to that regard I do to not Allie. Remember that? <laughs> basically, she says something along those lines, like less so, but she says something along those lines, and I'm like, sure, Claire. Okay, I did not pick up on that because I don't think that happens at all in this episode. It, it does not, um, but she's talking about how he's suspended. And oh, yeah, he's suspended. He's suspended. So he's and not in this episode. Yeah, and Allie's like, you're just going to like jump right back in. And she's like, whatever, I'm mad at him. It's like, okay. 
And then we're with Jenna at Next Teen Star. And she's like, I hate her singing. I just, I hate it. And then, oh, I think she's doing like rehearsals and she has a conveniently placed guitar and a baggy sweatshirt to hide her bump. Very obvious bump. And then this other girl who's like competing goes up after her and is like, eh, I'm working on, I'm working, I've been working night and day to build my brand. I have like 30,000 Twitter followers who are going to vote for me. Blah, blah, blah. She's annoying. She is an agent and all these things. And, and Jenna's intimidated. And I mean, rightfully so. Jenna's unprepared like, for this. I my high school to vote for me. Which clearly is not enough. <laughs> no. But yeah, this girl is like, we're obviously meant to hate her. But also I'm like, honestly, I, I mean, kind she's of. doing the work. I respect her fucking hustle. Like, I get that she sucks and she's a bitch. But like. Hustle, man. You, you're on Next Teen Star. You got to fucking pull out all the stops, Jenna. Exactly. You can't get by on just your voice alone. Especially since it's not that great. And you're boring. You're so boring. Even pregnant, you're boring. <laughs> Which is evident by the results at the end of this episode. Yep. Um, but then we're at Science Club. Science Olympics. What is it? Yeah. Oh, know. also, Vote for Jenna is on the, like, marquee outside the school. So, like... Despite how prisony the school is, the marquee is still like a free for all. <laughs> um, but we're at the Science Olympics Club or whatever with Adam, Connor, and Wesley. And Allie walks in and is like, I know my shit. I know all the science. You're my new science squad. I don't know, whatever. She's a science genius, which is and not I surprising because lo- her love- dad is kind of and intense. And I kind of love her being on Science Olympics. Me too. I wanted this to stick. And yeah, then, and then not no. so much. Um, she comes back, right? She no, she definitely comes back. Okay, she has to. This is not her last episode. It okay, I be. just wanted to make sure. I was nervous. Um, and then we are with Jenna and the camera team lady person at like in front of the school. Oh wait, also with just like still on the science thing. I I just wanted to say that like I expected every single person on that team to be on the team but Adam was a surprise Adam and also and also I wrote down this team is squad goals <laughs> I love the science I love the science Olympics team like it's great. would if I was better at science would join the science Olympics but mostly would just hang out with the science <laughs> Olympics hashtag squad goals um but yeah so then we're like in front of the school because we're not allowed to go inside because they're the late the people aren't students or whatever and this is when we learned that Jenna's dad is a truck driver, and the producer is really trying to push the story onto Jenna, but Jenna's like, I'm just me. I'm, like, fine. And Shantae comes over and is like, Jenna's the best. Jenna's so great. And it's like, oh, this is boring, is essentially so boring. what the producer she's says. Like, she's like, she's so peppy. She's the peppiest one on the squad. And everyone is asleep. Yeah. So, whatever. And Shantae is, like, so ready to be on camera, which is amazing. Yeah. Also, her hair looks really good. Yeah. She's switching it up a little bit. And then we're back with the science team, and Allie is now the team captain because Connor doesn't like attention. (laughs) Are we surprised by any of this? Also, Allie is, like, the most team captain material. Oh, totally. Also, it was in the scene that I was, again, reminded of how tall Adam is. I always forget how tall he is. He is very tall. Um, And also, he says that Drew has been, like, crying for two weeks and made them, like, walk past Allie's house a million times which, which is, is like so but it's also so high school <laughs> like like my friends and I definitely used to like drive by like people's houses all the time oh yeah definitely yeah um and then Allie gets all like conflicted um then we're back at we're like next teen stars 
taping and I'm just again and then I just wrote down next teen star is super low budget it, it is and it's also boring I said well it's like it's like low budget American Idol it's really yeah, bad but like for teens only and yeah. just like Canadian teens in Toronto it's not even Vancouver no no um and also then, Jenna's in the bottom two right away which yeah, is not surprising like, shocker and then the guy's like and this is in the closest vote ever and she's safe he does lots of fake outs. He's like, I'm sorry, Jenna. You're just going to have to try harder next week. You made it. Blah. It's like that shit. I hate that. And then, yeah, and then, like, that happens. And then we're with Claire and Allie. And Allie is like, maybe I can give him another chance. He's been crying about me. And Claire's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't do that, you Claire, idiot. Claire is, like, so, like, her reactions to this are so predictable, but they're also still, like, very spot on. Yes. And then and then we learn that Allie has been selected for a self-esteem seminar. Like, Mr. Simpson pulls her into oh, his office. God. I got... Which like, I'm like, this feels extremely insulting. It is sexist as hell. Yeah. So here's the thing. Allie does need self-esteem building. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. But, and Claire talks about it later, and I was so excited that she did, because when he was talking about this, I literally wrote down, like, well, actually, no, it was it was later when she's talking to Bianca. But, like, originally, I was like, actually, Allie could probably use yeah, the self-esteem definitely. help. But the way that it's presented, it's like, if someone needs a self-esteem seminar, pulling them into the office and being like, you need to do this is probably not the best way to go about it. I feel like it's like, it's like we're having a self-esteem seminar and we would love if you would join. Like making it mandatory also is kind of like, it's like a weird punishment. It's like, it's weirdly targeting and it, yeah, it makes it. Feel. And then when we learn that it's only the girls have been chosen for this, yeah, I'm like, this is dumb. It's like weird. I don't know. I just, I, yeah, like, I, I, I want to I, talk about the, the fact that it's only girls. The because idea of it, I think, is very. I th- when we're in the seminar, I love the lady running the seminar because she makes lots of good points about like. Let, I mean, we can talk. I'm took issue with her. Um. So yeah, Ali has to go to the self esteem building thing, even though like she does need it, but it's like just gone about the wrong way and then she immediately forgives drew and she's like you're on probation i'm like that means nothing Ugh. this is bullshit and then bianca comes over just to like stir up some oh, shit and then she's like and i'll see you at the seminar later and he's like what and she's like yeah everyone involved in like boiler room gate is invited and he's like i didn't and then the bianca's like it's only for the ladies or something which is so fucking sexist so sexist like this is so like this is the just most like it's like let's why why don't we have a seminar for the boys to teach them not to like take advantage and pressure young women into doing sexual things with them rather than it's like how about they get literally any sort of like talking any kind like this is the most like clear example of double standard it's like hey how about we just like literally like it's how personify double standard it's how we teach girls like they you need to learn how to defend yourself because boys will be boys that's exactly i hate what this it is. like the fact that they're not doing anything for the guys no it's so at stupid. all it it's makes, just it's like girls. oh it's the girls problem because they have low self-esteem which is why they get themselves into these situations with boys it's like no this is fucking stupid the boys are just as responsible for what happened if not more i don't know it's dumb it's extremely the dumb. seminar is crazy we'll get there it Um, should have been co-ed yeah it should have been for everybody exactly or at least have like 
I mean, I understand like the idea of separating the two, but at least have the guys either do the same thing or something very similar. Yeah. I don't know. It's annoying. Um, Apparently, Casey and Jenna are still occasionally on speaking terms because he brings her like his giant cardigan to hide the baby bump. Um, but also Casey I know I hasn't... just wrote down I'm very confused about their relationship <laughs> me too um, but Casey has not told his mother yet no and he's like can you please let me do that like myself and she's like yeah sure fine but also like he should have told her yeah now. definitely she's real far along she's really far along and then I, what is it she has like two more months left or something like that I don't, know. I don't really remember I don't remember and um, then we're with Claire and Allie and then and Claire, Claire's like yeah. what the fuck are these double standards like it doesn't bother you that the boys don't have to go Allie's just worried that she has to go and she, that she's being like her going is making people think she's a slut rather than the fact that it's dumb that she has to go in the first place and the boys don't have to go or anything which because which is not surprising because Allie is only always about herself and isn't really reading into the situation but Claire is at least there to be like why don't the boys have to go and then we're with Shantae and Jenna and she's coaching Jenna about like making yourself interesting on next teen star and I'm like, yeah, just listen to the gossip queen, Jenna. She knows what she's talking about. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, Shantae is like, I don't know. So Shantae, she's like really good with Jenna, but also like she's very clearly social climbing. Also, did we mention that um, Shantae, I think it was Shantae, calls um, Allie Boiler Room Bendari? Oh, yeah, she does. Because, I mean, Allie can't get rid of these nicknames. There's Backwoods, Bendari, Boiler Room Bendari. It's just, like, it's a really good name to, like, throw <laughs> alliterations onto, I guess. Which is also a bummer, because it's always, like, it's always slut-shaming. It is always slut-shaming without fail. Um, But then, I don't remember what happens, but I said, oh, my God, guys, let's not attack Allie right now. But I don't remember what happened. Yeah, I don't know. Shantae says something. Oh, maybe it was the ba- the boiler room Bendari thing. Yeah. Um. And then, oh, I also wrote down, Jenna has a photo of Taylor Swift in her locker, which is the least surprising thing in the world. Pretty much. And then um, we're in the seminar. Oh, no. First, the, we find out that the science guys know, because Allie comes in to talk to them, and the science uh, guys are all oh, like, Oh, that's um, what I wrote down. Let's not attack Allie right now. Yeah, they, they're kind of shitty. They're but, yeah. like, did you do those things in the boiler room? And she's like, eh, everyone thinks I'm a slut. Why do yeah. I have to go to the seminar? <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It's just a weird thing. Yeah. Um, And then Jenna, yeah, spills the beans. And then we are in the seminar. Wait, what do you mean spills the beans? Well, she calls the producer lady. Oh, does she? Yeah, from her locker. Yeah, she calls the the producer, like, like, from her locker. Like, I have something I want to say or something. And I'm like, yep, that sounds about right. Right, right, right. Um, And then we are... At the seminar. Which I... I actually didn't love this lady. I thought that she was kind of sexist, and it was a lot of the, the only, like... Yeah, it wasn't great, but I feel like there was at least one point... I feel like she was trying to bring up the, the point yeah. of not having female competition, Absolutely. but that was the only like good thing I could latch on there to. There was like a few good things. It was like half and half. There were some good things, and there are some... like I'm like, this is kind of sexist and weird. She wrote, we can't build respect until we stop degrading each other. Which I did like. Which is good. Also, Allie had a funny line um, because she's, like, asking them, like, what they want. 
And Allie says to get out of here. And she's like, high school? And she's like, no, this lecture. (laughs) Just like, good. And then Allie calls Bianca slut. And I'm like, you guys, we just keep pushing ourselves backwards. And it's not great. It's ridiculous. Also, it's like. Seminar is stupid. It's so Allie. But it also like extremely bugs me that she's like, this is Bianca's fault. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. It's so fucking dumb. I think finally at the end, someone is like. Holly J. Yes. Holly J is finally the voice of wisdom at the end in this whole entire situation. But I feel like it still doesn't totally get into Allie's brain. No. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This seminar goes just off the rails because Allie and Bianca are just fighting with each other. Pretty much. And then Allie, like the seminar lady is like, okay, let's take five, get some air, and then come back. And everyone's like, yeah, cool, whatever. And everyone leaves except for Allie, who takes Bianca's phone and sends like her nudes to everyone. Yeah, and I'm like, you have learned nothing from anything. You, this literally has happened to you personally before. Seriously. Why are you fucking doing this? She literally says out loud, why do people insist on taking naked photos of themselves? Which I feel like is like her way of like being like jokey about like her own history. I hope. Um, But I I was still like, dude, this has happened to you. This has happened to you. Why? Like, you know what this feels like. This is like, you know, just because you don't like her doesn't mean that you can do that. That's like. Just as gross as some dude doing it. Like, stop. I'm like, it's almost equivalent to when Peter sent out the fucking video of Manny. Yeah. I think I screamed that. I'm like, you're acting like Peter right now, Allie. Allie is is being Peter. Allie's being a total Peter. She's being Peter, and it's terrible. I don't care for any of this. And it's like, again, it's like we needed Holly J to come in and be like, hey, guess what? Like, this isn't Bianca's fault. This is. Drew was the one who was dating you. Why aren't you blaming him? He's the one who went off with fucking... Like, Bianca, like, shouldn't have, like, been aggressively going after your boyfriend, but your boyfriend shouldn't have gone with her Seriously. in the first place. Do you know how easy Why it are is you not to say no to that? Him? Yeah. Like, hun- like, don't get back with him. Punish him more than you punish her. Like, yeah. she... Like, she didn't do, like, she did the wrong thing, for sure. You should not do that. She did a bad thing, but it's, like, it's at the end of the but day. But he's the one who caved and, like, he's went He's the one with who's it. in a relationship. He's the one, yeah, that's, oh, my God. So, in that vein, I feel like Allie definitely needs to be coached and, like, maybe let's not pit women against each other. Seriously. But it's definitely not getting through her head. Nuh-uh. Because Allie sees literally everybody as competition. Seriously. And also, she, like, refuses to blame the dude or herself for anything. Oh, no. It's always somebody else's fault. Um, but then we're back on Next Scene Star. I think it's just Jenna sings, and it's... Well, no. it's uh, So Jenna's being, like, interviewed by the guy on Next Scene oh, Star. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Casey yeah. and his mom are out to dinner. I think it... Um, they're like at a steakhouse and they're playing the TV at the restaurant which I thought was weird so Casey and And his mom are I think like at Holly J's restaurant are Uh, they? I don't know I just assumed I feel like there's like one restaurant in this town (laughs) Um, and they're getting dinner and Casey is still not telling her why they broke up or that she's pregnant and then my next note is why is the TV in this restaurant so loud that they can hear it from across it's the like room? It's like literally I thought it was like literally right next to them too. Well no, it's like it's like a little it's like near the bar and they're like at a table I know, like you two rows be able away to from hear the bar. It. You should not be able to hear it. Like I understand like reading subtitles. You should not be able to hear this re- this TV in this restaurant. No. And then the host is like, "So Jenna, I we hear you have a secret to tell." He's like or she's like, I have, a, or she's like, I have a secret. And he's like, a secret? Like a log lost sister? And I'm like, what? 
Why is, is that this, your go-to is secret this a weird soap host, opera? man? What's going on? And then she drops the pregnancy bomb on live TV, and now Casey's mom knows, and she's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" And he's like, "I don't want it." <laughs> and he's Pretty all much. weird and Casey about it. Yep. And that's the oh, and the, and and the TV host is like, "You're so brave." <laughs> like, okay, like, all righty then. Um, and then it's part two and Allie gets to school and she like introduces Drew to her parents and pretends he's on the science team with her. Which like, LOL. Also, Allie's dad would love ornithology. Also, what <laughs> high schooler is like really into birds, which actually kind of makes me love Allie's dad more. Like I liked him before. I think he's too strict on his kids, but I like Allie's dad. I feel like Allie's dad and I could like talk about birds or something. Like I kind of love that he was like a weird high schooler, super into ornithology. Yeah. Um, and then they like drive away and they like kiss and then Claire talks to Allie and is like, and is very concerned about the fact that she's like giving Drew another chance and yeah, because Drew calling not- Allie out on the double standards of like, oh, then are you gonna forgive Bianca then? And Allie's like, what are you talking about? And it's like, okay, Allie, Allie's being uh, like just truly cuckoo bananas, yeah. and she's, uh, it's just I don't like Allie in this. Um, but also, like, she keeps saying Drew's on probation. He does not seem like he's on no, probation. No, he seems like he's just back. There's no probation except for her just occasionally saying probation. Yeah. It's like when Michael Scott on The Office just yelled out, I, I declare, declare bankruptcy. bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, that's, that's not that's how not this how works. <laughs> um, but they're with Jenna and Shantae, and Shantae's so proud of Jenna and releasing her secret, and Casey is pissed. Yep. But then Jenna's like, it's not about you, Casey, which I'm like, yeah, it's kind of not. But also not great. And she's like, I'm like taking care of yeah. me. Deal with it. And like, like walks away. Here's the thing. They're both in the wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. As, but that's kind of like the theme with Casey and Jenna is that like they're, they're always both, both in the wrong. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. Oh, and then I got so excited. <laughs> I like lost my goddamn mind. Um. So Wesley and Connor are talking and they make like my favorite Monty Python reference. And it just like, I just like was so happy and I had no one to be happy with. So it was just like Monty Python reference alone in my bedroom to no one. My dog barked. She heard it from the other room because I shouted. Anyway, but like he, Connor asks about like the like average like wing speed of a sparrow and Wesley goes African or European. And I'm just like Monty Python because I'm a big dork. Okay, anyway, moving on. And then Allie walks in, and uh, one of them gets, like, the email. Uh, Connor, I think. Connor, about about Bianca. And he, like, opens the email and is like, what? And Wesley's like, that's a boob. Which is just, oh, these boys, they're so so sweet. And he's like, why did she send this to me? And Allie's like, I heard she sent it to everybody. And then does Bianca walk in? I don't know. Bianca, yeah, Bianca, got, Bianca's like, I got suspended. I know it was you. And then she punches Allie in the face. Which is Which is okay. fair. Because is fair. Allie, you basically distribute child pornography. Seriously. Uh, but also, Allie can take a punch. Yeah. Because she, like, just bounces right and then back. And they just Owen have, style. like, a full-on fight. And, and like, it's rolling around the classroom. Here's and it's the insane. Thing. It's kind of amazing. Like, it's a really, it's a good fight. Like, they, like, get some hits in. They're, like, throwing each other over desks. There are chair throwing involved. I'm like, you know what? This is not, like, this is not, like, an Emma Manny fight. Or, no, this is not, like, Page. the Manny Page fight. This is, like, for this real. Is a, this is a lot. This is a throwdown. 
And then they go to the office, and Allie's parents get there, and she's like, this girl, she just attacked me. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, Allie, you liar. Oh, Allie. And then Allie's dad is like, we want to press charges. And Mr. Simpson is like, oh, okay. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) And then Mr. Simpson starts super blowing up her spot. It's like, oh, she has a boyfriend. Boom. Oh, then Allie's dad is like, I want to see her file. And oh, and then, oh. It's very bad. He sees like her entire colored past with the sexting. And he's like, what does sexting mean? Which like, I feel like you can kind of figure it out based on context. You're a smart guy. And she just feels so betrayed by Mr. Simpson. And Mr. Simpson, like you could tell he did not want to give him that file. No, he he felt really bad for blowing up his spot. I have a question about the legality of this situation. She's a minor, so he's allowed to like give her parents her file right okay because i wasn't sure if it was just like kind of an uncool thing or if like her privacy gets to be respected like a doctor patient confidentiality i don't think it's the same thing with school that makes sense i didn't think so it just like felt weird and gross i think there are even limits on that when you're a minor for doctor patient confidentiality because they're still your guardian and they have like final say over your medical decisions until you're 18 yeah like there's probably only so much there's probably like you the doctor will only tell them like necessary things but but not everything but I think even when you're a minor that confidentiality is kind of conditional that makes sense um but yeah and she feels so betrayed and it's very sad because her parents are like so scandalized and very disappointed and Allie's like freaking out about it and yeah and she is gonna be murdered her parents are going to murder her yeah and then we see Jenna, like, trolling around on the Teen Star forums, and everyone's like, we love Jenna, blah. It's really helping her stats, honestly, the baby thing. And yeah. also, she's getting, like, presents. Stuffed animals delivered. And Mr. Simpson is like, I'm not a FedEx. Yeah. But also, like, were they delivered just like that? Or did you, like, open her mail, Mr. Simpson? Because I don't think that's legal. I feel like they were just delivered like that. Because Mr. Simpson's not. Well, I don't know. Now with all these rules. <laughs> maybe he's maybe pulling he's, an umbrage and going through everyone's mail. Maybe he's checking mail. I don't know. Um, And then we're with Claire. Who's reasonable as hell. Who's supportive of Allie. And she's not listening. Pretty much. Which is, like, their entire dynamic. I don't really remember what they talk about, but me neither. I just wrote Claire so reasonable. Yeah, I and I like her with Claire the highways skirt. But Allie's not listening. Pretty much. And then we're with Casey and his mom, and they're meeting with Jenna at the dot. And Casey's mom is very concerned about like the plan or lack of plan for the baby after it comes. Which I'm like, thank God we have a fucking adult involved in this. Finally, because sounds like Jenna's dad is MIA, and Jenna's brother is very supportive and very cool. But he's not a parent. He's not a parent, and he's like, we can do this. And I'm like, no one is prepared. Like Casey's mother is the only one who's being very realistic. Yeah, and she's she's just very she's like trying to give Jenna a wake up call. Like, what are your plans? Like, how are you going to do this? Like, I want. To make sure this baby doesn't like die. But then Jenna gets all defensive and defiant. Is like, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to win Nixine Star. And I'll just hire a nanny. And it'll be fine. And she like storms off. And it's like, oh boy. I'm like, no, Jenna, you need her you help. Can't, like, you have on no this dumb plan. Exactly. You have no guarantee of winning this thing. And also, how many people have come out of American Idol, which is so much bigger and actually been successful? Even after winning it. What is it? Like three it's people? It's like Kelly Clarkson. Carrie Underwood, maybe a little bit Jordan Sparks, end of list. Yeah. Like, winners-wise. That's it. 
I don't even know if I can name anymore. Like, Ruben? Where the fuck is Ruben? Nobody knows who Ruben is. Or Fantasia? No. I think she had a reality show on BH1 or something. Oof. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's pretty much it. No. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Justin Guarini had a really good tweet recently. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> Shouts Catherine out. Catherine McPhee is doing stuff now, but she didn't win. She lost to dumb Taylor Hicks. Fucking Soul Patrol. Well, I mean, Justin Guarini lost to Kelly Clarkson. But he's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. He just had a really good tweet I like mean, two Jennifer days ago. I mean, Jennifer Hudson also like won an Oscar and shit, but she didn't win. Yeah. Like, I don't It's like nobody. God, I used to watch that religiously with my dad. I never (laughs) did. My friend was really into it with her family. So, like, I'd watch it when I went to her house. But I was like, I don't care about any of this. For I remember for her, like, I think it was her 11th birthday, we went to, like, the first tour of, like, (laughs) American Idol. When they did, like, the concert of all, like... Which season was it? I don't remember. (laughs) I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I saw Kelly Clarkson live at Zootopia one time. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, I just... I would watch it every week, just, like, with my dad. Because it was just, like, one of those shows that you could just put on, and you could watch it as a family. So it was, like, one of those. Um... God, remember Sanjaya? Yes. Oh, my God. Um. Anyway, she... Okay, so she has, like, no plan. And then we're with Allie and her mom. And, and her, her mom, mom is, like, ma- trying to make her open her diary. She's going to murder her. And then Allie just ends up telling her about, like, everything that happened with Johnny DeMarco. And yep. it's very sad. And her mom is like, I don't know my daughter. And it's like, ugh. And it's really sad. Yeah. And then, but, like, how long could she really keep this up for? Sav couldn't hide Anya, so. Oh, God, seriously. She did a pretty good job, though. <laughs> seriously, for a long time. Um, yeah. And then we're, we're at Team Star, Teen Star. I don't remember what happens. I just wrote down, this Teen Star host is a bad actor. Yep. And the blonde girl, like, eye rolls about, like, Jenna's baby or whatever. It oh, was, yeah. Like, a, there's a good eye roll situation. And then we're back with Allie, and Sav kind of gives her some words of wisdom, which is nice. It is nice. He's not super comforting. No. Because that's their entire dynamic. And he's also kind of like, I know my parents. I can't promise anything. Yeah. (laughs) But he's like as comforting as he can be. Pretty much. Also, and then, all right. And then in the next scene, I want to just say that I'm pretty glad that Jenna still went home. Oh, yeah. So Jenna's in the bottom again, and then she got voted off. Which, and like, the guy does, like, another fake out. He's like, person whose name I don't remember. I'm so sorry. You're going to be, like, you're going to have to try again next week. You're sorry, gonna, Jenna. Bye. You're going to have to say goodbye to your friend, Jenna. She's going home to decorate <laughs> her nursery, which I was like, harsh, man. So harsh. Oh, yeah. And Jenna falls for the fake out, too. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. And Jenna starts to smile. Because she's like, oh, I'm staying. And then he's like, you have to say goodbye to Jenna. And it's she's like shocked and scared. She's like, she like can't believe she lost. Also, can I just say this host is very invested in Jenna because afterwards he comes up to her. He's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And she's like, I'm 15, knocked up, not on a TV show. I'm a statistic. I'm like, OK, Jenna. I mean, are you? I don't like the TV show. The TV show thing. It. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Um. Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, why is this host even here right now? <laughs> Who knows? And then, okay, then I think it's the next day at school, and we're with Sav, Holly J, and Allie, and 
then we're finally with Holly J, who has words of wisdom and is like, great, a sex sandal, and nobody blames the boy. And then, like, she keeps talking and to, like, Allie about things. Yeah, because Allie's like blaming Bianca again. And she's like, what about your shitty boyfriend who slept yeah. with her anyway? If it wasn't going to be Bianca, it was going to be someone else. And then Allie's like, she made him do it. And she's like, nobody should make you do anything. Like, you always have a choice. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, he has no excuse. And then it like finally gets into Allie's head because she does like end up breaking up with him. Yeah. Um, and then Allie says, boys make me do stupid things. And I just wrote girl same. <laughs> And then we're with Jenna and Casey's mom. And I'm like, thank God Casey's mom is here. And then Seriously. she says, Jenna, you're not dumb. And there's time for, oh yeah, I think Jenna's like, I'm so stupid. Like, I don't know how to do this. Like, maybe I should really should just give this baby up for adoption. And she's she says, like, she's like, dumb. she's like, this baby's going to be terrible. It has a dummy of a mom. And I'm like, well, kind of. And then her mom, and then, but then Casey's mom was like, you're not dumb. And there's still time for that decision. She's like not trying to force her into doing it. Which is, she's literally which just is there good. to be supportive, which and I'm like, help. thank fucking God. Jenna needs this right now, which is good. But also like, yes, adoption, please girl. And then, yeah. And then we're with Allie and her parents and she's blaming boys for her problems. And she asked her parents to go to an all girls school, which I but feel also, like is not going to fix the problem. She, she does say something that made me so sad, which is just please don't stop loving me, which yeah. like broke my heart. And they're like, we would never. And then she ke- and then she was like, yeah, she was blaming boys for. And her mother says something actually really great, which is how can you blame boys for your actions? Exactly. And she's like, can I go to an all girls school, please? Which I'm like, F- I mean, fine. Honestly, that might actually work for her. Yeah. If she thinks that it's boys that are like fucking her up, why not? Whatever. And then we're with Casey and Jenna, and Casey's, like, kind of warming up. Like, he's kind like, of. my mom, like, wanted me to give you this book or something. And he's like, and he's like, don't name the baby Kevin. It's my dad's name. Bad luck. Also, like, I think we just found right. the K in Casey. Oh, yeah. Well, His name is see. probably Kevin. Uh, I don't know. Um, Christopher? Kevin Cl- Christopher? Klein. I don't know. <laughs> Kevin Klein, <laughs> <laughs> like the actor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, then we're with Allie, and she's like packing up her locker, and she's saying goodbye to Claire. And I'm like, okay, so she's actually leaving, and and they're like just and hugging and loving sad. each other. And it Claire's is sad. like, I know who you are. You're a good, funny, sweet person. You're Allie, and they're like crying, and it's very sad. And they Allie love just each other. leaves. And walks down the hall, and then the episode ends. It's very sad. It is very sad. But I love that they're still best friends. I know. Um, yeah. And then it's the end. So, Spirit Squad, Captain. Holly, Holly J. J. And Casey's mom, maybe. Yeah, Holly J and Casey's mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, ship. Sav and Holly J for, like, the five seconds they were together at the end. Yeah, sure. There was nobody else. I mean, Eli came up, so also Claire and Eli, I guess. I guess. Because <laughs> um, even from afar, I'm like, Claire, you will forgive him. <laughs> well, tune in next episode to see what happens. Um, but then, uh, moral. Don't blame other Don't people. Don't blame other people for your problems. Yeah, take, take responsibility. responsibility for your problems. Look at us, so in tune today. <laughs> All right, um, Grapevine. All right, so we have a review from El Pinto 6. Um, 
And I think it's your turn to give a wonderful fan fiction. I think you're correct. And as far as direct, I'm not going to read the whole review. Um, but as far as direction, they say, for the fanfic, I am a female who's into other females, but have a unique love for Adam. Thanks. So I think that that's like a pretty common. Yeah, I feel like it female is Female who likes other females tend to be into Adam. I think Adam. it also is maybe partially like, because like a cis woman plays Adam. Yeah, that, that helps. play into that as well. Also, I, you know. I, I also totally get that too. <laughs> As a female who who also sometimes who likes also females, sometimes likes females. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Okay, let's let me think. Okay, so you are on the science Olympics for some other school in Canada. Let's say you're traveling from Nova Scotia. Why not? You're Nova Scotian now. <laughs> Get ready for a fun accent. Um, so you're Nova Scotian. Are you do the accent? I am not going to do the accent. <laughs> I'm just saying they should get ready to adopt that accent so that they can join in on their story. Okay. You're Nova Scotian. Congrats. You live on an island. Ellen Page lives there. So you're in good company. Oh, right. or, well, she's from there. I don't know. I think she still has a house there. Getting off topic. I'm just learning a lot about Nova Scotia <laughs> I didn't know before. <laughs> I know that she's from there. I think she still has a house there. Also, Ellen Page just got married. Congrats, Ellen Page. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I'm, I'm all up on the <laughs> Ellen Page news. Listen, I have a slight crush on Ellen Page. Who doesn't? Moving on. Nova Scotia. Speaking of Ellen Page, Sean Cameron was in Juno. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. shout out Ellen Page. Any. Why? Friend of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Continue. Continuing. You're Nova Scotian. You're on the Science Olympics team for your small Canadian high school from the island. And you are... (laughs) I don't know what's called there. Whatever. There's not a lot to do in Nova Scotia. From the island. Anyway. And you guys are in the Science Olympics finals. And you're really excited. And you guys are going to have to travel to this little school in the suburbs of Toronto. And you're like kind of nervous. You don't travel a lot. And you haven't left Nova Scotia. And you're just like, but you're going to go. And, you know, you're just like excited to compete. You're very competitive in this. And (laughs) so you've been like studying your ass off. You're ready. You know all about all of the ologies, you know. Oh, just all of them. Every single one, (laughs) including like gastroenterology. All right. You're like really ready to go. You know all the things. So you are the captain of your science team and you are like ready to go. Allie has already been kicked off of science team and gone to the all girls school. (laughs) Adam has been moved up as the new captain because Wesley and Connor are both way too awkward to be a front man. (laughs) So you get to... The uh, so you get to Degrassi for your science competition and you're like you are like wearing your best blazer. You have like your hair done the way you like it. I don't know how that is. You're wearing makeup if you're interested in makeup and it's like perfect, like winged eyeliner on point. And you step on stage in your cool blazer and you sit down. And you're like sizing up the competition before it starts. And you and the other captain are like facing off eye to eye. And there's just like sparks. You're like making very extended eye contact and it's not awkward. And you're just like, okay, this person is super hot. And I'm now a little bit thrown, but also I'm competitive as hell and I'm going to win this thing. And you guys have like a really fun back and forth banter about how you're going to like destroy each other. And then you go and you guys are like head to head the whole time, just like back and forth. 
nobody else is getting a word in. You guys are just like on your fucking A games, but also you're like low key flirting <laughs> because you can multitask. And I don't know who wins at the end. I haven't decided. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> One of the team wins. Let's just say that you guys win. No, no. Degrassi wins. Okay. Let's say that Degrassi wins. Sorry, I'm making this up as I go, you guys. Um, Degrassi wins and, you know, Adam comes over to you and like shakes your hand and it's like, you know, you know, you know, good you, game, good game <laughs> whatever. And you're like, yeah, you know, best team one, I guess. And Adam's like, you know, just because you're like you're being a really good sport and I feel like it's only fair that I take you out for like a cappuccino or something and you guys go to the dot and you have a really nice date and you exchange numbers and you become like Skype people because you live in Nova Scotia. So <laughs> like, and you're still in high school Skype uh, people like Skype, you guys like Skype date for a while. And let's just like, say you end up at the same college and then like fall magically in love. But like you guys like have like a really like kind of sexy Skype relationship for the remainder of high school and like you visit each other sometimes but like also nova scotia all right cool did it switched it up Nailed had nothing it. to do with music perfect finally um all right well that is all the grapevine that we have for today if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment you can tweet at us at degrassi pod we're on instagram at degrassi pod you can find us on Tumblr, whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, you will get your own Degrassi fan fiction made up by us on the spot on the show, like El Pinto 6 did today. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with the Z at the end. And Holland, what are you going to recommend to all the humans and the Panthers? Have I recommended Love Six Season 3 yet? I think you have. Okay. Um, then I'm going to recommend an A&E, like, true crimey thing that I've been watching that I still need to finish. I think it's called The Case of Lacey Peterson. It's about the Scott Peterson, Lacey Peterson case. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Oh, I I'm should watch that. that. It's really good. That sounds good. Um, I'm going to recommend a book that I just finished called Lady Killers, Deadly Women Killers Throughout History. <laughs> it's by Tori Telfer. It's good as fuck. That's it. That's a whole, that's a whole suggestion. It's just super good. Read it. All if right. you like serial killers and feminism, because it's like very heavily themed in both areas. Cool. Um, alrighty. Well, that is all that we have for today. Thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.